When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Call me by surprise there. Hi, everyone. Welcome. By surprise. Yeah, I know that you're sleeping here. Welcome to episode 134 of the All Dolphins podcast, the second of three on a huge Tuesday, November 21st. Yes, we're going to have a third show tonight after the Hard Knocks premiere, a live podcast. Well, we'll just shoot the breeze and reflect on what we saw, and and then folks can tune join us and tell us their thoughts. For now, uh, it's kind of a weird Tuesday, not a normal Tuesday here at Dolphinland. Well, let's let's get rid of the dispense of the number recognition. Number 34, it's got to be Ricky Williams, easily the most gifted running back I've ever seen in my 30, 34 years. Look at that, 34 for 34 years of covering the Dolphins. With a little side note, that one guy who came close in terms of pure running back instincts wasn't that far behind Ricky Williams was Cecil Collins. Uh, really? Fifth round pick out of LSU. Troubled guy had his off the field issues in college, off the field issues after he joined the Dolphins, which is why his NFL career lasted a cup of coffee. But that dude was smooth. I am telling you, I watched him in that 99 training camp and was like, if that guy stayed stays on the straight and narrow, he's got running back instincts up the wazoo. And that was the thing with Ricky as well. Didn't he like break into a woman's yes. bedroom window? Yes. No, no. He had all types of off-the-field issues. He had off-the-field issues at LSU as well, which is why he wound up at McNeese State and didn't get drafted until the fifth round. But that dude was smooth as a running back with a capital S. I don't remember him being that good, but I'll take your word for it. I mean, I got to look up Cecil Collins' stats because I know he played no. for a couple of seasons. And stats was, won't show you anything. Stats he, will not show you anything. His numbers okay. were terrible. Um, okay. So it was like, like three yards. Dude, eyeball test. Eyeball. Oh, okay. Eyeball. This All is right. why we watch. This is why we, you and I watch training camp. Are there stats in training camp? That's, that's what got me in trouble with Legadu Nene. Eyeball tests. Yeah, well, you saw something that I, I, I didn't see. Oh, come on. He was balling with David Garrard. Stop it. Then David Garrard got hurt and then never. Bro, the guy went from a training camp body to a starter. You think that's my imagination? The degree to which you were you were lifting him up a, a tad. I mean, he looked. Oh, so I made him a starter, right? I made him a starter or was his strong when practice? Did he, when did he start? Well, he did start. He started like the preseason games. He like rose up to starter status. Come on, don't don't do that. Don't do that to me. 
Anyway. Don't do you like that, right? Don't do me like, don't do me like okay. that, baby. <laughs> okay. As we mentioned, it's a very unusual Tuesday because normally the players are off, but this is they have a Black Friday game. Today. And on we had already Antoine Staley doing the behind enemy lines. Um, we all we know Staley from when he covered the Dolphins for seven seasons. So, it, you know, it's friendly banter back and forth. He tells you how much the Jets suck. So make sure you check out that that behind enemy lines with Antoine Staley. And then we've got a ton of stories on alldolphins.com because the Dolphins work today. Um, and there were very interesting things that happened. Do you want to start? Do you, would you like to start? I'm very polite today. Go ahead. <laughs> Um, well, we can begin with the fact that Miami Dolphins lost another running back. This time it was Savan Ahmed, not Devon A-Chain. Um, Savan suffered a foot injury, was placed on IR. It's not clear whether or not he's going to come back or not, but they only really have two spots remaining for uh, guys designated to return. Obviously, if this is a foot injury that required a month, um, you, you, you got to think that it's a break or a fracture. Hopefully it's not a Liz Frank because I, I hate that for, for Savon, considering he's an unrestricted free agent at the end of the season. Um, in subsequent moves, the Dolphins promoted chosen Robbie chosen to back to the 53 man roster from the practice squad. And, um, they also signed Darrington Evans, who had been on the practice squad earlier this season. Um, was signed to the Chicago Bears 53-man roster, played five games for the Chicago Bears, got got waived last week, and is now back in Miami. Um, also, on top of that, Robert Hunt said that he was going to give practice a try. Today was just a walkthrough, so it's not a real clear indication of whether or not he's, he's, he's back in, in the fold for the offensive line. However, he says he intends to practice tomorrow when they have their one practice for the week for that Thursday, for that Friday, um, Black Friday football game, which is the first in NFL history. Dolphins kept bringing it up for some reason. And there are a number of injuries on the offensive line, which Alan Poupard will now go over. Can, and I need to I need to address the, the, the roster moves as well, because now the Dolphins are back to six wide receiver on the active roster, which is kind of a high number. Does that suggest maybe something with Chase Claypool, perhaps, perhaps, Winding up on IR, I don't know. I don't know. Just throwing it out there. Uh, he practiced today, figure. even though it was a walkthrough, which was a little bit of a surprise. He didn't. He wasn't a DNP. He did practice. He's two weeks out. This is going to be week three of a knee scopes. Knee scopes usually take four weeks. So okay. the fact that he was out there on the practice field is a good indication. Except my point is where they. I think they may. Well, here, yeah, they may have been out of elevations for for Anderson for chosen. Sorry, which may have necessitated the move to sign the practice. Uh, they also they were short of running back on the practice squad because when they re-signed chosen to elevate him on Saturday, the guy they cut to make room was running back Jake Funk, who now got in a funk because he got cut. See what I did there? Yes, it wasn't funny though. No, okay, I tried. I tried. Sometimes they hit, sometimes they don't. Sometimes you do. Sometimes. Um, also should point out that my, our good friend Miles Gaskin is out there available if the Dolphins wanted to go that route. Is he? Yes, because he, yes, he got waived by the Rams two weeks ago, I want to say. Because right now, as you mentioned, 
Devon A. Chain's got the knee injury. We don't know exactly his status, and I'm going to get to the injury report in a second here. Uh, Ahmed's already out, so that leaves Jeff Wilson Jr. and Raheem Mostert, plus Darrington Evans. That's not a whole lot of running backs. No, it is not. Okay. So since the Dolphins only did a walkthrough today, and it's the same for the Jets, the injury report, which has to come out for three days before the game, was based on an estimation. This is basically, had we practiced, this is what the guys would have done. Well, the Dolphins had two players that they said would not have practiced had it been a regular practice. One of them was Robert Jones. The other one was Durham Smythe. That's a surprise. Surprisey, surprisey. Yeah, which some I suggest. Now, what struck me is this, is there two, because they're, because the Dolphins haven't had enough injuries on the offensive line, two guys who have not been had, who have not had issues before were Austin Jackson and Lester Cotton, and guess what? Now they've shown up. They both were listed as limited. Austin Jackson with an oblique, and then uh, Lester Cotton with a hip. Tyreek Hill, as one would expect with the hand injury, was listed as limited. And the other one of note, well, two other ones of note, Alec Ingle now has an ankle injury in addition to the foot injury that had him listed as limited. The one good news among a whole lot of bad news in terms of the injury report was that Braxton Berrios was listed as full under that estimation, which would kind of indicate he's probably going to play Friday against his former team. Now, here's the thing, and let me bring this up. This is November 21st. We are entering the final home stretch of the NFL season. By the time we get to December, there's probably isn't an NFL player that does not have an injury um, that they're playing through and soldiering through the season. However, I am going to acknowledge that I am concerned a lot about the offensive lineman, Austin Jackson, um, Lester Cotton. You don't have much depth left on this offensive line. So, ooh, it's going to be a challenge. It's going to be a challenge moving forward to see um, what semblance of an offensive line you put out there. But nobody's going to be shedding a tear for you because the New York Jets have pretty much a piss-poor offensive line situation. And the Mekhi Beckman is, is going to be probably trying to play on a bad ankle. Um, that a 350 pound man moving on a bad ankle, boy, that's a recipe for disaster. Yeah, good, I'm, 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 yeah, good good luck with that one. Um, so nobody's shedding a tear for you. Kendall Lamb would probably have to step up and and play that right tackle spot. I think everybody's confident in Kendall Lamb. I know that he's a better left tackle than he is a right tackle, but hey, at this point, I think Kendall Lamb has earned all of our respect. Um, the problem is with Lester Cotton. If something happens to him from a hip with the hip, uh, you're at cho- chasing Hines at that at that point in terms of where you are in practice squad elevation. Um, you're on fumes, which is a good reason why you worked out some offensive linemen last week. Yeah. Problem is you don't have any roster spots to sign any of those guys. Maybe you try to add them to the practice squad. And I, I on a short week, I think you're just trying to make it through. No, without question. And you mentioned Mackay Beckton. Uh, who Robert Salas, Salas, excuse me, said would try to play on his on his uh, ankle sprain. He was listed as a DNP on the Jets' estimation of an injury report, along with Michael Carter the second, the defensive back, not the running back, because they waived Michael Carter the running back a couple of weeks ago. And then the other player who was a DNP on the Jets' injury report was a name Dolphin fans should be familiar with, Omar Sam Egwaban, the linebacker. Um, 
I lost my train. I completely lost my train of thought here as we were talking about the offensive. Oh, something else for the Jets. The Dwayne Brown, the veteran left tackle, is in his last week after being designated to return. His deadline is this week, Wednesday or Thursday, where he has to be activated or he's on IR the entire year. Our good friend Antoine was telling us that he thinks they're going to probably activate him. He's been uh, dealing with a hip injury, I want to say. Yep, hip injury. He was listed as full in their walkthrough estimation. So, yeah. Uh, and something else that completely jumps out. I mean, completely boggles my mind. 12 players on the Dolphins injury report. Still not one of them. Bupkis, zero. Zilch, nada on the defensive side of the ball. Mm. That is crazy to me. Well, the defense is getting healthy. They're performing at a high level. Um, really, it's been – I was talking to Zach Sealer today, and he talked about – I was really giving him praise for the effort and the work that they put in as a defensive front to hold opponents under 100 rushing yards. And, and he really said um, it's been such a concerted effort, and they've only allowed – after the Chargers debacle, they've only allowed two opponents to gain over 100 rushing yards last week. Uh, against the Los Angeles Raiders, 36 to Las Las Vegas Raiders, 36 rushing yards um, to a very dynamic back. Um, It's really showing you that this this, this defensive line and the defense is trending in the right direction. They're really getting the job done in terms of how physical they've they've been. And, you know, with Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Howard back there and even Cater Kohu, um, they're really starting to clamp down on receivers. Yes, Devontae Adams got the best of Miami for a touchdown last week, but that was actually on the two safeties. Um, it wasn't on a cornerback. Great play, great design. Um, uh, uh, getting, getting, you know, basically um, having, having, um, having one of the best receivers in the NFL run a slant across the middle of the field, forcing the two safeties to pick him up, and he, and he just spit, split them and beat them. But um, I think this Dolphins defense is is really trending up and will become a top 10 unit relatively soon. I think I heard, I think I heard that before somewhere. Okay, I'm not exactly yeah. sure. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, you want you want credit? You want to take a victory uh, lap? I don't no, no, no. You, you said that the defense is going to be better than the offense. And I would disagree with you on that from the standpoint, if you're going to be better than the offense, that means you're going to be a top five unit, if not the number one no, unit in the NFL. No, you're, no, you're, you're misunderstanding the point. Oh, 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 I, what, what I said, I didn't say that what they I would. Said, what I, okay, here we go. What, what, what I he said, said was. What, what he said, said was. Yeah, what I said was I, I didn't say they would finish ranked higher in the league rankings than the offense would. I said by the end of the year, the defense is going to be winning more games for the Dolphins than the offense will. That's what I said. That's not the same thing. Oh, okay. had, you, you you disagree with that premise? Um, I do, even though the offense isn't playing that well right now for a number of injury issues, which are really correlating with injuries, running back injuries, tight end injuries, yeah, high receiver injuries, offensive line injuries. Everybody everybody on the offense is injured except for Tua. Um, you know, luckily he wasn't on the injury report today. Um, but they're still leading NFL in yardage, um, 434 yards, still leading the NFL in points per game, 30.5. So for this defense to really take over the, the, the mantle, 
they've got to, you know, they've got to become the best. And you're, you're doing it again. You're doing it again. You're just, you're, you're, you're zoning in on the rankings. The thing is, let's say through, through the first month of the season, the offense was way up here and the defense was down here. Yes. And it's the gap that was created early on probably was too big. And this is why the Dolphins are still ranked number one in every offensive category because of the of the big lead that, that they created. If you look at the last five weeks of the regular season. You know who's the number two offense in the NFL? Because this is Detroit actually. Lions. Huh? Detroit Lions. No? Oh, yeah, yeah, Detroit Lions. And, and, and then San Francisco's behind them. But listen, you, I, while I will acknowledge that the defense is playing better than the offense at this present moment, probably since Jalen Ramsey returned, I am not going to ignore the fact that this offense has been a juggernaut and a force. And even Frank Smith today, the coordinators talked today, and Frank Smith said something that, that piqued my interest. And he basically said, when you put on a 70-burger up on a team, um everybody knows who you are they know you're coming and you're not sneaking up on anybody um and i would acknowledge and agree that that's the case nobody wants to get embarrassed by miami um so wouldn't that be be the case regardless it's like it's like okay we're going to try because the dolphins put a 70 burger on the denver otherwise we would just go half speed no, I mean, no, but you get, I, you get I, everybody's I, attention. When you're the number one offense, you get everybody's attention, just like the number one defense would get everybody's attention. Everybody wants to beat you, but when they know that you're actually the best in the NFL at something and you're super dangerous, and if you catch you with your pants down, you're going to get embarrassed, um, I think you put a little bit of effort, a little bit of extra effort into your preparation. You play, you play one opponent every week. You're completely zoned in and f- hyper-focused on that one week. I'm not buying that. It makes for a good storyline. We get everybody's best shot because we put a 70 burger. Yeah. Sorry. I'm going to poo poo on that all day because again, they play one game a week. They're hyper-focused on stopping. You don't think the two teams that made the Super Bowl get everybody's best shot and get everybody. No, they get everybody. And and get a heightened level. They get everybody's best shot. You're not going to overlook a game like that. But if you, if you're a team that overlooks another team, you're a bad team. I'm sorry. Cause you play one game a week. So, no, I'm not buying that. And for the past five weeks, the Dolphin offense was good against New England. And can we say that's about the only game that they've been really good? I, uh, I, don't, I would even say the last four games. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry? I said, I don't know if I would even say they were good against New England. They're pretty good against New England, but they, they haven't been great in the defense. So, right now, to me, and again, yes, absolutely, without question, injuries play a part in it, but. You yourself have said some time ago you don't want to use injury as an excuse. Everybody gets injuries. It's a league of attrition and all that. Uh, right now, the Dolphin defense is better than the Dolphin offense. I don't think there's any question about that. Yes. Okay. I have to process that. <laughs> I, I, I had to process that. Yes. I, but, 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 but. There are variables and factors associated with that. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. 
Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm sorry. We've you've got one healthy running back in Jeff Wilson. I'm I'm yes, I know Raheem Mostert is not on the 55 snaps. You can't you can't I, we can't even go there. I'm sorry. You play 55 snaps against her. So all of a sudden the knee and the ankle injury just disappears. Just he wasn't in the training. He wasn't hurt. He wasn't hurt enough to play fifty-five to, to not play fifty-five. He snaps. was a he was a man who played, and I and I wrote a column about Raheem Mostert that you can find on alldolphins.com for free, and basically saying everybody who's sitting here waiting for Devon A. Chain to show up and and take over the backfield. No, this is Raheem Mostert's team, um, and Raheem is the second leading rusher in the NFL. Let's put some respect on his name. Um, let's put some respect on what he's being able to accomplish. He's the NFL's leader in touchdowns. And these aren't things that he's been gifted. He's earned this. So, you know, he's got, interestingly enough, he's got the third highest yards per carry average in the NFL history since the Super Bowl era. Like, let's put some respect on Raheem's name and what he's been able to accomplish. And and, and I'd love to see him stay healthy and be able to become a thousand yard back for the first time in his career. But I, I will say this, injuries at running back, injuries at tight end, injuries at wide receiver, say whatever you want about all those wide receivers, including Tyreek Hill, they're not all healthy. Now they're all producing. Oh, what, 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 what's this shaking of the head? Do you, it's what, me. Excuse? Now it's, that you got your old healthy. Yes, it's, yes, it's an excuse. And, the, and right now, and – Here's the thing: you can't you can't go. Well, Tariq's battling something every week when he's on pace for two thousand yards. I'm sorry, and then Raheem's on pace for a thousand yards, but he's hurt. He's not again. They're not hurt enough. That Are they not, not injured and hurt? And is not Tyreek on the injury report? There's a difference between being on the injury report and and being too hurt to play. And say again, to say to that it's strictly to say that it's strictly about injuries, the fact that the offense has not clicked as much in the past four, four games as it did early on. I'm sorry, I'm not buying Water down offensive line? No? Nothing? You, you you don't want no you don't everybody's just supposed to be grinding and performing like how they did a month ago, correct? Well, it's again, there are a lot of factors involved. Turnovers. It's not it and turnovers, it's not all injury related. They're not playing as well offensively as they did early in the year. And it's not all because you got guys who are out of the lineup because you're gonna have guys out of the lineup in December. And are you gonna say they wouldn't no one expect much in December because you're gonna have guys hurt? I didn't say don't expect much. They're still the number one ranked offense in the NFL. It's just not humming like it used to hum. And that's because you got Lester Cotton in there and Liam Eikenberg in there and Chosen is playing and Cedric Wilson is playing and 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 you got guys battling through injuries and you you're you're Julian Hales, your starting tight end. Come on, bro, it's not gonna be the same. It's 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 I get it. Backups are important players and, and these are good NFL players, but they're not playing at the same level. You the, the amount of respect that this team has for Durham Smite. Come on, they absolutely miss him. I'm not debating that. I'm, I'm just saying the offense is not as good right now as the defense. That's all. That's all I was saying. Okay, for a variety of reasons, including injuries, but not not solely because of injury. Okay. And and if the Dolphins can regain, and the, and here's the thing, the Dolphins very well may wind up number one because of the cushion they built statistically in the first month of the season 
It's clap. Uh, Gas closing now, though. They they still have 40 yards a game on Detroit, I believe. And you that's over 10 games. That's a 400 yard gap. Does that get closed in seven games? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Um, but to me, I expect the defense to maintain this high level. If the offense gets back, I, they're not going to get back to where they were the first four games of the season. But if they get back close to that, once we get to December, look out. And that's the that's the question. They still have the second best rushing attack in the NFL. Now the question: fifty yards against Denver. Yeah. And again, what's it, what? Omar, what's it been the last four games? Again, you 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 keep you keep pounding those season long stats that were so insanely skewed by what they did in the first four games or first five games, whatever it was. Am I okay. wrong? Maybe I'm wrong. I, I I haven't looked up the statistics for the last month, but I I will. I will, I will, and I will. Tell be me, back. And by all means, tell me I'm wrong. But it's just, again, to me, it's just everything is skewed by that. I mean, 350 yards rushing is completely crazy. All right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, defense is playing great. They're carrying the Miami Dolphins franchise. Okay, you happy now? Um, uh, am I happy? Um. Uh... No, but that's not what I said. Okay. Let, let, let's move on. Let's move okay, on to our not. The debut is 9 p.m. tonight. Um, I thought both trailers that they put out was whack. Whackity whack, whack, whack. Whack is a good thing, right? No, whack is a bad thing. Oh, is it? Okay. It, oh, really? It, you didn't like him? No, no. Thought, yeah. thought it was whack. The the Durag Tour, okay, yeah, we get it. It's it's Durag Tour. Okay, Chosen says, uh, yeah, you should get dreads next. Cool. All right. But that's your that's your first tease. You don't have nothing better than that. You don't have the offensive line dinner. You don't have like that's 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 the 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 that's supposed to intrigue me. And then we got a two-minute preview meeting with Mike McDaniel cursing up a storm, telling everybody, be yourself. And high salary players, it's going to be a high demand on you to be in front of the camera and give you know NFL Network behind the scenes access, and we'll show people who we are in, in the second half of the season, bro. You show me a two minute meeting, and that's supposed to intrigue me to a two minute monologue from from Mike McDaniel, who everybody knows answers takes two minutes and thirty seconds to answer any question. And that's supposed to say make me say, damn, I gotta see that. Dude, you're not selling it. If we're doing a live show after the hard match, <laughs> I, you gotta I, I, didn't, I didn't say I wasn't gonna diss the show on the live show. I I, I said I'm, we're gonna watch the live show, we're gonna watch the show and then do a live episode immediately after. Yeah, and we'll, we'll be blind. If it sucks, it sucks. Um yeah, I I, I just I'm with you. The tour clip was fine because it was short. I mean, it was it was what thirty seconds. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was deep. yeah and and, and then they gave us trailer. I I I did this, so I I know what it is. And I'm like, that's the best you got. Yeah, like, come on. No, the Mike McDaniel speech was like, it yeah. kind of like was a little bit long winded again. <laughs> when is Mike McDaniel <laughs> not long winded? Um, but by the way, Omar, I do want to point out real quickly before we get back to Hard Knocks. Uh, also on the CW at 8 p.m. Eastern time, inside the NFL has going to have has an interview with Jalen Ramsey and 
talk about his picks against the Raiders. And tomorrow morning when we come to find out he's the AFC Defensive Player of the Week. I would. Yeah, expect. but he wants Jalen Phillips to get the honor. But uh, yeah, that's great. Just like Tyreek wants to be MVP. So go ahead. Two is going to be MVP. Now, um, listen, I getting back to Hard Knocks yes. on AllDolphins.com, which you can find right here. Just clicking in AllDolphins.com. It should be saved up in your browser. If it's not, you're not my friend. Um, on AllDolphins.com, I wrote a piece which basically gift wraps Hard Knocks 10 good storylines for this team. This is what I want to see. I know this team intimately. I want to see behind-the-scenes stuff with Steve Ross. I want to see you show Steve Ross enjoying this moment and this team because he suffered enough. Mm-hmm. I want to see Vic Fangio, and I want to see how much of a curmudgeon he is in, in real life. I also want Vic Fangio to do a campaign to become a head coach. I want I want Hard Knocks to make a team fall in love with Vic Fangio so he can get a second opportunity since he feels like he didn't get a fair shot in Denver because he coached during COVID. I would like – I want to see Tua's teammates tease do-rag Tua. Um, it, 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 listen, Tua, love you. Love you, brother. And I'm a do-rag guy too. I, that's how you keep that's how you keep the the, the 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 hair from getting all frizzy. However, my brother, you can't wear a do-rag out everywhere. You can't wear the do-rag out everywhere. It's like wearing a bonnet everywhere. You can't do that. Oh, well, um, he did he did at the at the turkey giveaway yesterday. He's, yeah. he's been wearing a do-rag everywhere. Like, bro, brother, you got you gotta let the hair shine. Um I, I'm just I I want to see Tyreek in the wedding. I, like I, I want behind the scenes, like his his fiance wife now. Got to. I was waiting for three years. Like she didn't even. They didn't even plan a wedding. The three years of engagement, no wedding planning. Like I want. I want her reaction on that. These are these are things that I'm looking for from Hard Knocks. So if you you want to find out my ten storylines that I'd like Hard Knocks, they're gonna be here for a long time. They're gonna be here for eight games at least. Yep. So and and possibly the playoffs if they continue to play. So obviously, um, you know, hey, I, I, there, there are plenty of storylines that you need to pick up. And and Devon A. Chance, I want to see his journey. You mean you know, the, the, knee, the knee injury? Um, excuse me. Yeah, I'm I'm not 100. We're we're gonna see that because I I think, you know why? Because I. I you're giving me the side look. Uh, and and by the way, I certainly encourage everybody to read Omar's story on alldolphins.com. I kind of get the feeling, remember, the Dolphins do have some editorial control over, over what can and cannot be shown. I think the Dolphins, as you very well know, are very touchy about what's out there. And I think they want fluffy stuff out there, not more... How the sausage how the sausage sausage gets made, including HN recovery from the knee injury and then subsequent setback. It can't be all PR. It's gotta be some negatives, some drama, some struggle. That's my concern. That that's my concern as I head into the, the uh, premiere episode. We'll we'll see. I mean, I think the premiere is gonna give you a wrap-up of what's happened in the first eight games and bring you to the present day and 
coming back from the Kansas City loss and and fast forward to take you to Oakland win and then what's next. I mean, there's a lot you got to get in into an hour. So, um, but there's a the, the crew. I, I don't even know how many people are there. There's like 10, 20 people in the Hard Knocks crew. So there are people working around this about on this program all around clock. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see what what comes of it in the locker room today. Just about every player says they won't be watching. Um, they won't at least watch it live. Um, uh, Braxton Barrios probably had the best perspective on it. He's like, it's cool to have somebody document your season and be able to look back eventually. But right now we're living in it. We're experiencing it and we need to keep our focus there. Um, so give me the, give but, me the DVD set when it's over. Basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, funny. I, I was in, a, I was in, um, a season. What's the rocks? What's the rocks show that was on HBO? Oh, I love like that show. That was good. Um, wasn't ballers ballers. Yes. I was in an episode of ballers in one season and I swear to God, I still haven't watched the episode or that season. Um, I just I just saw literally my scene and then that's about it. But I do have the I do have the uh you do have the the complete set. I do have the complete set and I'm like eventually I'll get into it. I'll get to it. Yeah, um, it wasn't bad. Uh yeah. that and, and long ago there used to be another HBO show about a female owner. I'm trying to think what it was called. It may have been called first and ten, actually, stealing from your from uh, our series of interviews off the game. I don't remember that, but hey, if you say mm -hmm. it after it happened. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll look it up and maybe, maybe tonight when we do the live recap, I'll, I'll, I'll mention it. I believe that's what it was called. Speaking of which, I encourage everyone to check out. We have a first and 10 with former Jets quarterback, Mike White, who is very, very good. Cool dude. And I say that not only because he shares my birthday. Um, I'd say that anyway. It was a very cool interview. Uh, yes, the Mike White is there. We've also got Jeff Wilson there in terms of new first and tens. As I continue to threaten to you people, if you don't watch them and look at them, I won't do them. Everybody says, oh, I love these. I love these. I love these. And then people don't watch. So you, how much do you really love it? It's really it's really like four minutes. It's not you know, you're not learning the guy's life story. Um, but I, 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 I want to give everybody the opportunity to learn these guys off the field. So that's what first and 10 is about. But as we said, we will be back. We're going to do a live episode. Alan demands it after the hard knocks and we'll see where it goes. We might not do a live episode. Correct. After we might say this sucks. I'm not sure I want to continue to watch it, uh, but we're committed to doing a live episode after the first episode and as you all know, we're both very harsh critiques, so expect a harsh criticism. Uh, but on that, go ahead. Yeah, on that note, uh, on that note, we will see you later tonight at 10 p.m. for the All Dolphins podcast. We're out. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.